<clears throat> well, good evening, everyone. Um, it's been a uh, good week, I hope. Uh, we'll be recording tonight for our midweek service um, <clears throat> on June the 1st. So, uh, start of a new month. Hard to believe we're almost halfway through the year. Um, lots of things uh, going on. People traveling back from Fellowship Meeting in Alaska. Uh, glad that Brother Tony could go and enjoy that. And get to see the beautiful scenery up there. Um, looks like they had a wonderful meeting. Uh, and we're preparing for Another meeting next week. Um, uh, remember, uh, Sister Donna, Jubilee, and I will be away next week at that. Um, we'll fly out Thursday and be back the following Monday. So uh, be in prayer about that meeting and those traveling and uh, praying for the Lord's protection over them. Uh, and I feel like that's a good uh, segue into our, our study tonight for the week. Um thought it would be apt to look at um, some words uh, in the scripture uh, and just kind of brief, briefly touch on some things uh, regarding the word saved. Um, many, many people don't understand that uh, unless you look at the original uh, language there. Of course, I don't consider myself to be um, an expert, but rather someone who is a, a student one and learning these things. Um, so sometimes when I come across these things, uh, I, I feel like it's it's good to share these things with you all, and uh, that you can receive some encouragement and just look at the the word and what it means, and look at these different words, um, and hopefully gain an understanding better of of the word used in the scripture. Um, I believe the scripture teaches us to, to rightly divide the word of God. And I believe that comes in part through studying and, and through encouraging one another through the word uh, and, and by teaching uh, as we submit to the Lord. So uh, we'll look tonight at Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3. Second Thessalonians chapter three, verse three. Uh, actually, we'll start there in verse one. It says, "Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified, even as in, as it is in you, that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. But the Lord is faithful, who is who shall establish you and keep you from evil." So here we have uh, use of the word um, we know as saved. Of course, um, it appears that um, the word here uses uh, rightly to be be delivered. Um, the definition there of that word saved that that is in this particular passage means deliver, uh, excuse me, I, I, the idea of isolation to be on guard by implication to preserve, uh, 
obey or beware. There's about 30 occurrences of this particular um, this particular uh, translation of the word saved. Uh, and I know I will probably botch this, but um, <clears throat> it is fulaso. So good uh, good interpretation of this uh, of this here is we're going to look at a couple places. Uh, of course, we read here in Second Thessalonians chapter three, verse three. Uh, let me make sure I read that correctly. Um, then we'll take a look here at First um, Timothy chapter six. And I apologize uh, if I seem to be turning from page to page. I was moving my page around uh, on the desk here. So First uh, Timothy chapter six and verse twenty. He says, "O Timothy, keep that." which is committed to thy trust, avoid profane and vain babblings and uh, oppositions of science falsely so uh, so called, which are some profess having erred concerning the face, grace be upon, uh, upon thee, amen. <clears throat> so again here, he says, guard, be careful. Um, keep that which is committed to thy trust. And, the Greek there, of course, that same word there um, gives the indication to uh, be on guard for, to protect. He says, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and the opposition of science falsely so-called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith. So what does he tell them there? He's saying, keep this... Um, Keep watch over this. Keep guard um, concerning what's been entrusted to him. Well, what's been entrusted to him? The work of the Lord. Um, that he not be corrupted by these these things that are that are false. So part of this word saved here gives a by definition seems to indicate that <clears throat> be on guard, be watchful. That's that provides uh Deliverance there in the Lord by, by keeping watch over this and being careful that we not that he not be caught off guard by these other teachings. Um, one of those things that um, seems to indicate here in Timothy is that Paul was writing to Timothy to encourage him regarding uh, being a minister in the work and being uh, how how things are to be handled and things that he'll encounter. Um, just to encourage him in the work. And this here at the end of that, that first epistle there to Timothy, it, it seems to give the indication there that he, he needs to be on guard for those things. The same thing for us as well um, is to be on guard and and to be uh, looking into the word of God and uh, watching the things that go on around us amongst our number and as we encourage one another in our service. Um, also being careful that we not let the <clears throat> those whose faith has been corrupted by the world or by the things that are that are of man uh, to 
keep us from missing on the opportunity of, uh, of in service to the Lord. So let's look at Second uh, Timothy chapter one and verse 2 Timothy chapter one and verse twelve says, "For the for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed." For I know that of whom that I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. So, same thing here. Uh, he says, Hold fast the sound form of words which thou have heard in me, in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. That good thing which is committed unto thee, keep kept by the Holy Ghost with dwelt, which dwelleth in us. This thou knowest that all thy, that are in Asia have turned away from me, of whom are Philagus and Hermogenes. And the Lord give mercy unto the house of Onesphorus, for he oft refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. But when he was in Rome, he sought me out diligently and found me. And the Lord grant uh, unto him that he may find glory, mercy in the Lord that day. And how many things he ministered unto the unto me at Ephesus, thou knowest very well. So again, here same word. Uh, we see here that uh, same thing. He says, protect and preserve. Uh, and one and one of the uh, translations that I've read in the New American Standard says, protect uh, gives out of to protect and preserve what has been entrusted uh, by the Lord. So, keeping, again, a vigilant watch, uh, submitting in Christ, and keep in mind that, that we make not a sacrifice in vain. So, again, he says there, for this cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, that I am not ashamed, for I know what I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep. There's that word there, keep, but it's, and in some translations it's translated saved. That which I have committed unto him against that day. So, That he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him, him against that day. So what is what is he saying there? He's saying, I hope that uh, he says I I suffer I suffer these things. I'm I'm persecuted. I'm I'm facing difficulty in life. He says, and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep watch over and to protect that which I've. I've committed. Well, we commit ourselves to the Lord. Um, the Lord is able to to uphold His part of the bargain. Um, but Paul was confident that he was able to keep what he had committed to Him uh, against that day. What's the day? It's the day of judgment. He goes on there and he says, "Hold fast to the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me, and faith and love which is in Christ Jesus." That good thing which was committed unto thee, keep by the Holy Holy Ghost with which dwelleth in us. So again, gives the connotation here, and it gives the the understanding that that our coming forward to serve the Lord is not just just a fleeting moment um, where we say, "I trust the Lord," and that's it. Uh, 
the idea that Paul gives here is that uh, continue in your service that you might be uh, preserved. Uh, also gives the implication there in that same word that saved um, that says obey. So obeying uh, provides that we're obedient in the Lord that he could protect us against that day. So again, not as the word has been misconstrued by by the world, but uh, being vigilant and sober that we pay attention to these things in the scripture. Uh, we study these things out for ourselves, not being uh, deceived by the doctrines of men. And as we read on, uh, we'll look at uh, Matthew chapter 9, verse 21. This is a, a different word. Um, go by numbers in the in the Strong's Concordance, it's uh, G4982. Um, the word is sozo. Again, I'm not, I don't profess to be an expert on the Greek language, so if I botch that, I pray the Lord will forgive me for it, or you guys will as well. Um, but I think it's important for us to, uh, again, look at these words and, and understand what they mean and not handle them haphazardly without uh, much prayer and studying in the scripture. Matthew chapter 9, verse 21. For she said within herself, If I may but touch the garment, I shall be whole. But Jesus turned him uh, about, and when she, he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. And Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the minstrels and the people making a noise. And he said, Give, give place, for the maid is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed in, uh, in him to scorn. When the people were put forth, he went in and took her by the hand, and the maid arose, and fame hereof went abroad in all the land. And Jesus departed thence. Two blind men following him, crying, saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And he has come to the house. Uh, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said, Believe ye that I am able to do this? And they said, Yea, Lord. And then he touched their eyes, and saying, According to thy faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were open, and yet Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man knoweth it. But when they had departed, they uh, spread, abro- uh, spread abroad his fame in all the country. So, read a few more verses there, uh, just uh, establish some context there. Um, but looking at Matthew chapter 9 and verse 21 there, that's the focus of, of what we read there. He says, and for she said unto herself, if I may but touch the garment, I shall be whole. Again, same word there, uh, save that sozo, uh, which means to deliver, protect, heal, or preserve. So what was it that, that made her whole? Honest question there. What, what is it that made her whole? Well, Jesus told her, he says, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. So it was her belief in the Lord that that he was able to to provide this that 
made her whole, her faith in the Lord. Uh, so again, there's there's nothing to uh, to give the connotation that this is this is a one time a one time act um, that this salvation is only uh, present with believing in the Lord. Again, indication is given through the Scripture that it requires us to be be not just. Uh, you know, making that profession and then stopping. But scripture instructs us to become a part of the body of Christ here. So there's, there's, there's no mincing of words. Um, Matthew chapter 10 and verse 22, same word here. Uh, again, Sozo verse uh, 10 and 22, it says, and ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth until the end shall be saved. But when they that persecute you in cities flee you from uh, into another, for verily I say unto you, ye shall not have gone over the city of uh, of Israel till the Son of Man be come. And the disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be as a master, and he a servant as his lord. If they have been called the master of the house, bells above, how much more shall they be called of them of his household? Fear them therefore uh, not. For there is nothing covered that has not been revealed and hid that has not been made known. What I tell you in the dark, that speak ye in the light, and when ye hear it in the ear, that preach ye upon the housetops. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. So, stop there. Again, I could read read forever there. It's a good passage of scripture. Um... But one of the things that you read here again is the same word. So what does he say there? 22 is the the focus there. He says, but he that endureth until the end shall be saved. What's he talking about enduring? We make it till the end and, and, and that's good. We just make it on the earth until then. No, no. The connotation there is that we, that we serve and honor and worship and glorify God. The scripture says that throughout there. Um, So I would encourage you to continue look at this look at this particular word. Uh from what I from my study, or at least what my program is unless it lied to me, there was over a hundred occurrences of this particular word in just in the New Testament alone. So um again there's lots of lots of information there, lots of studying that can be done, uh reading this and uh looking at Luke chapter eighteen. Luke chapter 18. Verse 37. We'll read down through 43. It says, And they told him that Jesus of Nazareth passeth by. And he cried, saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And then when he went down before to rebuke him, then he said, Hold his peace. But he cried so much the more, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood and commanded him to be brought unto him. And when he had come near, he had asked him, saying, What wilt thou that I shall do unto thee? And he said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Receive thy sight, thy faith has saved thee. And immediately he received his sight and followed him 
glorifying God and all the people. And when they saw it, they gave praise unto God. So again, here you see the same thing. Uh, this man that was uh, crying out to the Lord to be to be delivered uh, from what he faced, the ailments that he faced. And guess what? He said, the blind, he says, you receive thy sight, thy faith hath saved thee. What is it? This, this is clear. He says, receive thy sight, thy faith hath saved thee. He no longer had to walk in darkness because the Lord had opened his eyes to the light. Um, there's no mixed metaphors here. There's no uh, understanding on at least my part. Uh, I hope you see that you all see the same thing. He says, what he says here is receive thy sight, thy faith has saved thee. How many of us have, have have such an understanding of faith that he could provide healing for us? He can deliver us out of these things. This particular word here, again, doesn't give the connotation that we're saved for eternity just by one moment. But the, the intent of the scripture, I encourage you to read it, it says for us to continually grow in, in our faith. Same thing here. He this delivered him out of a whole world. He could, he could see again. How much more so does the word of God do that for us, um, as we submit it, submit it to God in the body of Christ? He's able to remove the scales from our eyes and lift the veil of uh, veil so that we have understanding. Let's look at Acts chapter two. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 and verse 17. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall dream uh, see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, and on my servants and on my handmaids I will pour out in those days my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders unto heaven, and signs unto the earth beneath, and blood and fire and smoke, vapor of smoke. And the sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before the great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Yet ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, the man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by, uh, by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determined counsel and the foreknowledge of God, ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified him. And so in which God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not uh, not possible that he should be holden of it. For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he was on my right hand, and when I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope. 
because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. And thou hast made known to me the ways of life, that thou shalt make my make me full of joy with thy countenance. So again, we have uh, mention of the same word here, uh, sozo. And he says there, and that uh, the verse, and it shall come to pass that those that shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I don't think that this means at the very end somebody calling out and being delivered. Seems to me just in my reading and maybe I have a misunderstanding but it doesn't seem that it would be that way just based on the scripture that I've been that I've been reading over. But that call there seems to be some kind of a uh, calling out seems to be some sort of dedication uh, and worship before the Lord. Um, so, seeking deliverance, seeking salvation in the Lord. Um, we talk about a calling. We talk about a profession, the things that we do. Um, I feel like calling on the Lord uh, seems to give the connotation that we're it's continual. It's something that's ongoing. Uh, he does, of course, talk here about prophecy and about uh, signs and wonders in the heavens above uh, coming up and leading up to the, day, the notable day of the Lord. Um, he goes on there. And he says, him being delivered by the determined counsel for, and the foreknowledge of God, yet having taken and by the wicked hands have been crucified and slain, whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because he was not beholden to it. He goes on and mentions David there, who said he foresaw the Lord before his face, and he is on the right hand that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell and neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption and he says thou hast made known me the ways of life and that shall make me full of joy with thy countenance every account that we have in a scripture of the, of the faith of those that trace their trust their faith in the Lord they lived their lives according to Scripture. They lived their lives according to what God had commanded them to do. And they were delivered from this life because they served the Lord obediently. We have the example of those that didn't serve the Lord obediently. A mile-long list there, too. But again, who was this book written to? It was written to the people of the Lord. Of course, the scripture does testify that he would, he desires that none shall fall, shall for, fall short of the glory of God. So, here again we have we have this demonstration in the word uh, of of these particular two words that we've covered so far, um, that give us great indication that that 
the the popular context in which the scripture is used today and perverted by men uh, to make them feel better is is not accurate. I'm not calling anybody out or any anybody names, but but brothers and sisters, we have to be thorough in our examination of the scripture, and we have to lean on the Lord for our understanding. We cannot assume in this flesh that that we can just do whatever we want to. But if we are truly trusting on the Lord, leaning on His understanding, being obedient, be aware of the things that are in this life, and do exactly as He's commanded us to, to enter into the assembly and uh, through baptism, dedicate our lives to serving Him, He'll provide the deliverance there. But we are not We're not going to fool the Lord. Elsewise, why would he say in the book, continue over and over again, faithful and obedient? Uh, I think that much is clear in the scripture. Uh, I I don't think that we'll have time to cover the remaining uh, two instances of this word. Um, I'll... <clears throat> Stop there with those. Again, we look, we covered Sozo. Um, again, in the Strong's Concordance, that's G4982. If you want to look at it yourself, I encourage you to. Um, and G5542, uh, uh, the word there is, and I know I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Fuloso. Fuloso. It almost sounds like Fuloso. So um, I would encourage you to look at these words. Um, and of course, next time we'll look at uh, Soteria, which is G4991, if you look in your strong concordance. And then uh, G1295, which is Di Sozo. Uh, again, sort of word in, in, in comparison with the one we read uh, for Sozo. So uh, we'll take a look at those the next time uh, when we, we look at these words. Um, hope this has been encouraging for you uh and as it is for me uh i pray the lord will give us the understanding to understand his word and to understand how to wield it properly and that will seek the lord's guidance and understanding that our faith might be increased um appreciate your your prayers um as i'm getting settled into uh a new pattern. Uh, I know it's kind of disrupted some things with, uh, I typically send out our daily devotional, um, and it's kind of, kind of, in, uh, prohibited that a little bit, but, um, I pledge to get back into, into that and, and plan on, uh, <clears throat> getting back out sitting that daily. So I, I, I feel that's something the Lord would have me do and I'll keep doing it as long as I can. So, um, appreciate your time and attention this evening and uh, pray the Lord will uh, be with us through this week and uh, enjoying the, the cooler weather and the rain that we're getting here Colorado needs it, especially southern Colorado it's been dry and crispy so hopefully uh, uh, remember those again that are traveling Brother Tony especially, I believe he's traveling back from Alaska uh, remember us as we will be traveling uh, next Thursday, not this this weekend but we'll be traveling next thursday um 
flying to Arkansas. Um, I'll enjoy being there with his brethren and being encouraged and strengthened. Uh, pray the Lord will be glorified and honored in all that we do. So pray that you all have a good week and Lord bless you all.